Uh, here we go, y'all. Yeah. Episode three, live. Emos the witness. How's it going, America? Good morning. How you doing? December 11, 2020. We in the house. We made it. We did it, right? The weekend's almost here. Tired of stressing. A lot on your mind. But let me bring you the news from a new fresh political perspective. Let me try to ease your mind. Let me try to calm you down a little bit. I'm in the house. New and prolific. Got my producers in the house. Got a couple crazies walk across the window, but it's okay though. I got this face shield on, so it's blocking those, protecting the innocent and the weak. But yeah, like I said, I'm here with the two hardest working men in the Midwest, my man Wyatt, my man Malik. Come down here to Wave One Media, get you a fresh new show. If you're creative, you got a lot on your mind, you want to express yourself. This is the place to be, this place to do it. So let's get into it. Let's go cut that music, Malik, let's get into it. Give me something hot, something low that I can kind of vibe to. Some little nice little background, something smooth, you know, to kind of. We're going to be talking about a lot of deep stuff. We want to kind of calm me down. So this music, oh yeah, I like that. But I can ride to that. I could damn near. That's one of them. You know, you mean one of them Lincoln Navigators and you're going down a highway, Pacific Coast Highway, hitting them curves like the commercials do? This is what I'll bump right here. A little dark, a little, a little moonlight in the background. Catch a little date. Y'all seen them Lincoln commercials? Everything's perfect, but the world's not perfect, so I need to get into it, y'all. Let's get to a little bit of news. We got a lot of big announcements today. Supreme Court is going to rule on the Texas and Louisiana arguments that uh, these four swing states don't violate the election results. Pennsylvania, you know who you are, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia. What's wrong with y'all? What the hell y'all problem? What the fuck I look like? This is Emo Sweetest to Phil's show, F-I-L-L, by the way. Episode three, Phil means what the fuck I look like. Cause we tired of getting duped, right? We're tired of the spin. We're tired of the media jargon. We're tired of the nonsense, the lies, the misleads, the mistruths, the half-truths. Where do you get your news from? It all sounds the same. It sounds slanted as hell. I try to be like, nah, they ain't slanted. Let me just hear what they're telling me. Every time I hear what they're telling me, mainstream, I'm like, what the fuck I look like? And I know you say the same thing. So let's change it up. Let's be witnesses now. Let's come together. Let's get all the facts and figures together straight. Look at all the articles, all the sources, all the editors, all the producers. What's their agenda? Let's bring them to the corner. Let's bring them to the light. And who's, been, who's telling the truth and spending us lies? Who's peculating and percolating? We're going to find that out. On the Emos to Witness show, episode three. I'm so happy to be here. That's my third episode. Y'all, I think I'm getting a little bit better at this. I'm losing the nerves, you know? But I have to give my shout out to my man Wyatt and my man Willie. They give me some good advice, y'all. Y'all come down here to Way One Media get you get your new show. I'm telling you. Let's open up this city, y'all. Let's get these, let's get these sidewalks crowded again. Try to go in downtown and seeing crazy walk past me, licking the licking the window. What the hell? Do you see people licking windows in, in, in Nantucket? You don't. Come on, hell should we accept that in Naptown? And why should we accept these election results without a full, authentic review? And that's all I want to see, y'all. So okay, let's get into the news. First thing first, I want to talk about this article, and it shocked me as hell. This is shocking. I don't know if this is a big distraction or what, but it seems like per the Daily Mail, mankind has made contact with alien with alien federation. What the hell is this about, Malik? 
Man, that is some. Hold on, let me read. Let's read this real quick. Let me pull this up. Here's for the Daily Mail, you guys. And what it's saying here is saying that mankind has made contact with the with an alien galactic federation, but has kept it secret because humanity isn't ready. Well, that makes sense. This is a former head of Israel's space security program claims. Let me read a couple bullet points here. Haim Ished, excuse my pronouncement. Sorry, I mean, let me try that. Is it Haim Ished? Am I saying, am I, am I talking to the wrong? You know, fuck it. Said aliens are real and secretly in contact with American and Israel. He claims that the, Galact the Galactic Federation runs an underground Mars base with the U.S. The 87-year-old said aliens would not come into the open until humanity evolves. You see that, y'all? We're so pathetic that we got aliens chilling up in the sky looking down at us right now. Like, we're not coming down. Y'all too fucked up. Y'all too fucked up. We got, we got, we got knowledge and game for y'all. But y'all stealing ballots. Come on, man. Y'all still talking about what? Stormy Daniels? And I got this motherfucking neutron basketball for y'all asses? Y'all could, I, I got shit where y'all could fly? And you motherfuckers still rolling Toyotas and Fords and shit. That's what the aliens is talking about. They, they, we, we immature y'all in 2020. Can we please go in 2021 on a different, in a, in a higher level of enlightenment and thinking? I want to see some damn aliens. I want to see a federation. Shit. No wonder Trump was building that wall. Well, let me move on, y'all. Let's get into politics. That's what this show's all about. You know, bitch, I'm going to, like I said, open it up to sports and, and media and social and talk about a little bit of Hollywood. It all blends together. You know, this 2020 has been crazy, right? We've been through so much shit. COVID. Now we got Christmas shopping. In between that, we got an election coming up. We don't know who's going who's to be the winner. <clears throat> we waiting on stimulus money. We're waiting on vaccines. But it's all coming, y'all. You know, I'm an optimist. I feel like at the end of the year, we're going to, you know, we're all going to come out this, you know, together. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to bring us all together. One way to do that is expose evil and tyranny and corruption for what it is. Damn what people think. Damn the group think. People are tired. The silent majority is tired. Tired of our voices being drowned out. We have an opinion, but we're smarter than that. I'm telling you, you wait and see what, this, what these results end up being. You let this election go by without a full review. And you're going to see a real protest. Nothing manufactured. Not no George Soros production. You're going to see a grassroots production. A patriot production. I'm only talking from, from experience, from history. Real change comes from the people. And that's what we're going to see. So I'm Emos to win this episode three, the field show, Fuck I Look Like. Don't answer that. It's a rhetorical question. Because you can't see me no way. If you come down to Wave One Radio, excuse me, Wave One Media, you come down to see me. Walk past this, walk past this mirror. I got a face shield on, y'all. Cover my face. I must protect the weak. I must protect the innocent. I ain't trying to get doxxed. People are crazy out here. But that's a long-ass intro, but I'm going to keep it going, y'all. Let's go to the next article, y'all. Let's get into these politics, yo. Like I said, we got a big announcement by the Supreme Court today. Like I said, the, you know, we got Texas and Louisiana. They they, they filed lawsuits or claims or um against the four swing states. Like I mentioned, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia. And what the hell is a fourth state? I think it may be 
Alabama? Not Alabama. One of these assholes. Wisconsin, I think. But anyway, you know, now that there's 18 more states that have joined the cause, in addition to 190 Republicans, they want an explanation for their, their unconstitutional actions prior to the election. I don't know if you guys don't notice, but a lot of those those four swing states in particular have a, had a serious pattern of making changes to the voting rules right before the election. Isn't that something? But the thing about it, y'all, it's a constitutional violation. You know why? Because you got to go through the legislature in order to do some shit like that. So today, the Supreme Court, you know, as of 9.45 <clears throat> Pacific time last night, they got the docket on their desk. And this morning they're reviewing it. We're going to find out if the Supreme Court is corrupt, right? We're going to find out who's who. Who uh, is there truly a two-tier justice system? Is there tr- truly corruption, or, there, or is there a is there a a barrier? Do we are there any barriers still in place? We already know the DOJ is corrupt. We already know the FBI is corrupt. What up, Chapter Peter Strzok? Call me. Michael Flynn uh, we already did didn't we boy CIA Gina Haspel the prior administration deep state's real y'all don't get it twisted you know I know you don't some people don't believe it but it is very real very real so I got this fucking mask on man <laughs> what you think I'm stupid you must protect yourself no cause soon we have censorship we have censorship issues too but let's get into it, man. I can I can I can just ramble all day. I'm telling you, it's just so beautiful, man. We got, like I said, a lot of corruption. Let's go on. Let's talk about Georgia. Came across this article by OAN regarding Governor Kemp of Atlanta. Apparently, before the election, just some more evidence of corruption that we have to review this stuff for what it is. Pull up this OAN article here real quick. Let me get my copy and paste on real quick. Actually, we're gonna go to this one right here. Yeah, we go. Um, not the gatekeepers, Malik, but the one right below it. Governor Kemp awarded Dominion voting contract after meeting. You see that one? Uh, uh. So apparently, Governor Kemp went down to Houston. This Houston concert was recently shut down. Not recently, by about a year ago, shut down by um, President Trump because it was a spy. It was a spy ring. It was a house of spies up in there in Houston, chilling, just getting all kind of information. Let me read this to you guys, man. This is the go- Governor Kemp. This article was posted by OAN a couple days ago, actually December 10th, yesterday. Um, news report highlights the relationship between Georgia's governor and consuls from China. They show a Governor Brian Kemp may have closer ties in China than just asking for their business. According to recent reports, Kemp met with China, China's consulate general from the Houston consulate in Atlanta on July 12th. This is key date. July 12, 2019. The Houston consulate was shut down by the U.S. government for being used as a location for spies. Here's a quote from uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. We've terminated special treatment agreements with Hong Kong in response to CCP's actions to deny freedom of the people of Hong Kong. And we will close our consulate in Houston because it was a den of spies. Now, July 29th, wow, 10 days later, or probably roughly 15 days later of that same year, Kemp was handed handed Dominion Voting Systems a 10-year contract worth $100 million. Amazing. Amazing. 
and we can't investigate Georgia for this election where there's been claims and sworn affidavits of these voting systems switching votes over from Trump to Biden. We can't even look into that. But we can look into a four-year investigation with the, Rus with the Ru uh, Russian collusion where there's no evidence, where there's a dossier that's fabricated, that's been bought and sold and purchased from the Hillary Clinton administration um, campaign. We can talk about that for four years, obstruct our administration, our leadership for four years over a frivolous $20 million investigation by the FBI. We can do that with hardly any evidence, any, any no sworn testimonies, uh, whistleblowers who are, aren't even whistleblowers, but deep state operatives. But yeah, we have 400 affidavits and we have 1,200 incident reports <clears throat> the night of the election. All these claims under oath, all these testimonies we've done seen so far. Well, I don't know if you've seen them because mainstream has been kind of suppressing a lot of this, haven't, haven't they? So much shit, America. This emo to witness show what the fuck I look like. Episode three, y'all. Trying to feel this. I'm, I mean, I'm feeling this shit. I'm, I'm feeling this, y'all. We're going to get better. I can't wait till I get to the point where I'm often seeing our door prizes and shit. Caller 13, call in, I get you a ticket to Dave's Bodacious Barbecue. You know, some shit like that, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have fun out here. Y'all don't want to be all gloom and doom because I think there's a, there's a golden age coming. I don't want to be despaired this winter. We ain't going to have no dark winter. You let Emos guide you. We all be witnesses. We'll stop this in its tracks, right? You ain't got to be a Trump supporter. You just got to be an American patriot. And like I stated before, I don't care who wins the election at this point in time. It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I don't have a dog in the fight no more. I think you kind of tell by my sympathy, my sympathies who I like, who I, who, I, who, I, who I champion. But what I champion most is a free and fair country, a country full of freedom, a country full of entrepreneurism, a country full of capitalism. And I'm going to get into my philosophies regarding, regarding who, regarding current leadership and where they stand today and where we are with these. Because like I said, you know, you have the left and the right. You have the Republicans and Democrats. You have your media. And like I said, if you, you do have your, then it's not all bad on one side or good or bad on one side. There's good and evil between individuals in each subgroups. I try to be, I don't try to go into a group. I don't try to, I don't try to fall into a group thing or in a group thing. I, it's, for me, it's more of a, you know, independent rogue. I think for myself, you can't, you can't box me in. I have my own opinions. I read the information and I come to my own conclusions. And that's what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to think for yourselves, you know? I want you guys to think for yourselves. I just want to present the information, give it to you as it is. And you make the own decision. We, we witness this world together. Don't kill the messenger. Let's all be witnesses intact. The message. Make sure it's authentic. We don't like spending a C. I, I, I start rambling again, so let me continue. Let's go to the next article. This is this, this a tie-in on, on, on yesterday's article regarding the voting machines. July 19th, like I said, Governor Kent went down to the consulate on the 12th. So a year later, this is July 20th of 2020. This is an article about the voting systems, about the contract that was awarded, and the fears and the concerns the people of Georgia had regarding these, these voting systems that were coming what, four months before the election itself? Come on, man, what the hell? Fuck I look like. Episode three, must have witnessed me down here with one media. Making it happen, Captain. I'm, you know, episode three. So like I said, here we go. 
Georgia buys new voting machines with paper trails. So this is Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced Monday at his office is awarding a $107 million contract to election technology vendor Dominion Voting Systems to replace the state's voting systems ahead of the 2020 presidential election with new equipment that produces paper records of ballots. Now, they've been using the, the previous touchscreen device for the past 17 years. Now, those direct holding recording electronic machines, also known as DREs, do not produce paper trails, raising concerns about the state's election security and the ability to vote, audit vote totals. The new Dominion devices feature touchscreens on which voters make their selections and print out paper ballots to be tabulated. Now, I don't want to read this whole article, but there was a lot of concerns from the from this from this uh, author regarding this decision, and it was so staunchly, you know, was so telling rather, is that Governor Kent was a former Secretary of State before Raffensperger. So these two are working in tandem, the Republicans in Georgia, and this is what you know Trump kind of alluded to regarding the deep state. There's, you know, there's you don't know who you're. It's like some Keith Sutherland 24 shit, y'all. You don't know who the enemy is. The dude could be right next to you, okay? And this is the point they were trying to make. These, they're all this time, and you know, Republican leaders on policy, you know, you're gonna defer sometimes, but you see the true colors when it's time when the shit hits the fan. So we hit the election coming up today, uh, election coming up on November 4th. You see the true colors. So obviously Governor Kemp and, Ra- and Secretary of State Raffensperger put these plans into motion and get these systems in here. And after the election, look what they're doing. They're stopping the will of the people to protest these claims. Even if they're a Democrat, it's still like, what the hell are you doing? You should let the people speak. You got, you got, you got rogue judges dismissing cases based on semantics. Didn't file, didn't file on time. What kind of shit is that? You know, and like I said, I really don't worry too much because I said, I always said at the very beginning, I said on the, on the morning of the 5th, that at the end of the day, this is going to the Supreme Court. You know, this isn't, this, this isn't going to be, be ruled in the states or even the state Supreme Court. This is going to the Supreme Court. So we're waiting on that answer. And tonight, today is a very big, a big day because they're going to make an announcement on if they're going to take the case or not. So we're looking forward to that news. I'm not sure I could be on the air when that happens, but I'm looking forward to hearing about it and I'm and talking to you about it. Emos the Witness, y'all. The Field Show, episode three. It's crazy to be here, man, but it's crazy to see what's going on. I'm looking forward to uh, clearing up this, these election results. But let's move on, though. Let's move on. That's just a little bit of, of some of the some of the election craziness going on right now. So let's just uh, pray that we can all come together when it's all said and done and we can... Make sure we have a leader that's going to do the will of the people, not the will of China, right? So, but you won't know about it if you don't hear about it because we also got to attack, we also got to attack big, big tech, right? Let's look at this article. You got the European Union. I like that this article right here is going to be the, is going to be the, uh, telling you what the hell's going on regarding the big tech and what the governments are doing to kind of combat their censorship. So, Check this article out here. Yeah, this is per uh, OAN. The new new European Union rules to define gatekeepers by users, areas of business per sources. So basically, let me read this to you. Tech companies with millions of European users are active in or at least two sectors will be classified as online gatekeepers subject to tough new European Union rules aimed at curbing their power. Three people familiar with the matter said on Thursday. The criteria defining online gatekeepers which control access to people, 
services and information are expected to hit Alphabet, Google, Facebook, Apple, and Amazon. The yardsticks would be set out by Digital Markets Act, DMA, which European Competition Commissioner Margaret Vestager will present on December 15th. The draft rule lays out a list of do's and don'ts for digital gatekeepers. Now, there could still be changes due to ongoing discussion with the European Commission, people said. The proposed DMA has, set, has seen multiple modifications in recent months in response to legal concerns and conflicting demands within the European executive. Now, this is a forerunner to what's going to come to America. We got to find a way to stop these big companies, these big tech companies, from, from censoring our freedom of speech. And one way to do that is to classify them as gatekeepers, which limits their, their ability to shut down the public discourse. So I want y'all to look out for that. We're going to have a similar law just like that coming soon to America. And I think that's very good news for, for those who, who appreciate the ability to speak their mind without being shut down. And that, you know, we experienced a lot of that during the 2020 season. We're still experiencing that now, but it's very important that we, that we don't let power corrupt us. All right, let's move on, you guys. And, and, I mean, I'm sorry, in addition to, to that um, gatekeeper article, I want to kind of attack onto that. The U.S. government's latest news regarding big tech censorship. Let's check out this U.S. government article that says 48 states. Let's see here. Check this out. Huh. Make sure I type this in right. So I got this face mask on my face, and I really can't see. Oh, so my man, my man, uh, Malik got the article up. So let me see if I can try this again. Oh, here it is. All right, there we go. I got it. I got it now. I got it. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Got the black lady in the front. Okay, yeah, see, see, I had to, so I had to classify myself. So the U.S. government and 48 states and districts sued Facebook on Wednesday, accusing of abusing its market power and social networking to crush smaller, pop up ads, smaller competitors and seeking remedies that could include or force spinoff of the social networks, Instagram and WhatsApp messaging services. So we gotta break up these these conglomerates, you guys. This is how that this is how that censorship happens because they got so much power. So what was been, apparently what's been happening, I'm going to summarize this article, is that Facebook was buying up smaller companies that could, could compete with them in the future. And one was Instagram. We know Instagram is very popular. And the WhatsApp. Um, government's not having that. So you're going to see a break about these two, these two services with Facebook pretty soon. It's going to go to... Uh, it's a landmark case. We're going to be the second paragraph because, like I said, it's a pretty landmark thing. So we've got landmark antitrust lawsuits announced by the Federal Trade Commission and the New York Attorney General Letitia James marks the second major government offensive this year against seemingly untouchable tech behemoths. The Justice Department sued Google in October for abusing its dominance in online search and advertising, the government's most significant attempts to buttress competition since its historic case against Microsoft two decades ago. Amazon and Apple also have been under investigation in Congress and by federal authorities for alleged anti-competitive conduct. We come in Facebook, we come in Twitter, we come in Insta, we come in WhatsApp, and we come in Google. You can't have it like that. This is America, Jack. See, this beat got me flowing, beat got me wanting to rap. But you know, it's, just, it's time to rap America. Silent majority, stand up. You gonna take this? 
It doesn't appear so. And that's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see some of the protests, the fighting back from these lawyers. And we're going to get into that. We're going to show you the cast and, the cast and characters and crews, the good, the good and the bad, the goons, the ghouls, the goblins. But there's so much news out there, it's hard to keep track. It's hard to catch up. It's hard to stay on track. And that's why I'm here for y'all. Emos to Witness, episode three. It's my third episode, y'all. I'm feeling good. The Field Show. F-I-L, the fuck I look like. Wave One Media, come down and get you a show. Let's, let's move on. So, you know, like I said, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a multifaceted situation going on. So let's get into China, right? Because China has a role to play this vote, this, this election, right? And what they've done is so much information go, to go into. So this next article I want to bring up is Eric Swalwell. You remember Eric Swalwell? He's a, he a presidential candidate. He's running for, on a Democratic ticket. I, I, know, I knew he had no chance of, of getting nominated. The dude was an idiot. But, I mean, I'm, I'm talking, about a, talking about a dumbass. But let me go ahead and go to this article from Axios about Eric Swalwell and how he got tripped up like Feinstein with a Chinese spy about five years ago. So let's see, exclusive from Axios, suspected Chinese spy targeted California politicians. Shout out to Nessie Pelosi. You're doing a hell of a job, old lady. I mean, lady, old lady. Fuck it. Fuck like a motherfucking, like a motherfucking flying ostrich. Ugly ass. Uh, a suspected Chinese intelligence operative developed extensive ties with local and national politicians, including a U.S. congressman in what the U.S. officials believe was a political intelligence operation run by a Chinese main civilian spy agency between 2011 and 2015. I wonder who was president during that time. Was it the Obama administration? <laughs> nah, this couldn't happen during the Obama administration because it's the most non-corrupt administration in U.S. history. Flawless, right? We gonna get into the ass really good. I'm gonna get into the ass really good. You go pay what you did. To, you go, you go, you owe what you did to Libya. You got account, you got account for that. Libya, Ukraine, Pfizer warrants, spying on campaigns. You gotta answer for that. We ain't forgot. That's why this election is so important. They want that power back. Cause if y'all lose, we're gonna put them draws down and expose your asses, right? Yeah. We, we got, uh, let me not get into that right now. Let me keep focus. Let me keep focus on today, on the present, on the present, not the past. The past will come to the future. Look at this lady's picture. Can we scroll up a little bit? Can we scroll up a little bit and see this, this, this Chinese spy? Her name was, uh, I think, let me find her. Fang Fang. Fang. Fang Fang. Biting politicians in the ass. Let me read a little bit. Let's read a bit about Fang Fang and why it matters. The alleged operation offers a rare window into how Beijing has tried to gain access to and influence U.S. politician circles. While the suspected operatives' activities appear to have ended during the Obama administration, concerns about Beijing's influence operations have spanned President Trump's time in office and will continue to be the core focus of U.S. counterintelligence during the Biden administration. You see how they try to gloss that over? That's that media trickery, y'all. Peep that out. I'm going to read that one more time. While the suspected operatives' activities appear to have ended during the Obama administration, concerns about Beijing's influence operations have spanned President Trump's time in office and will continue to be a core focus of U.S. counterintelligence during the Biden administration. That's the media's way of saying, hey, don't worry, we're going to take care of it. Don't have nothing big here. You know, it happened during the Obama administration, but Trump saw it too. But don't worry, during the Biden administration, we're going to handle this shit. All right, well. Shout out to Axios and Fang Fang. 
Dang, dang. But yeah, let's move on, you guys. Let's move on. You know, I want to get into these uh these Democrats, man, and I kind of want to I kind of want to get into the to the uh what's the word? I guess I want to get into the cast and characters briefly, and we'll dig into them deeper as we go through the shows. But I'm gonna take a little quick break, y'all. I'm gonna leave with a with one of these little so-called leaders or Democratic leaders that we uh we've seen this 2020 season. We don't know where he went, but I'm sure he'll pop back up. Shout out to Andrew Gilliam. Check out this uh interlude. I'll be right back. We must have witnessed Phil's show. How y'all doing out there? Y'all know what time it is. Emotional witness coming through. They know what I see, what I witness on a day-to-day basis. How y'all doing out there? You know? Andrew Gilliam. Wow. Andrew. Hey, if y'all don't know who Andrew Gilliam is, he is the uh, runner-up for the Florida gubernatorial race against Ron DeSantis. Probably about, I don't know, was that 2016, was that 2016 election down in Florida? My man lost by 34,000 votes. Um, came very came short of, of um, having a wonderful buddy. Buddy showed up, another friend of his, and you know witnessed um, Mr. Gilliam throwing up in the bathroom, and his gay escort passed out, overdosed on the bed, apparently of crystal meth. Wow. Woo, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. I don't know how black America's going to take that. You know, how America's going to take that. How Democrats are going to take that. This guy is a shining star in the Democratic Party. And here he is. Just blew it all up. I mean, this guy, he was ready. I mean, he wasn't ready. He was being groomed. I mean, this dude was on CNN just the other day. I mean, like, it's front and center with Will Blitzer and them. You know, just talking about everything. Just projecting all the stuff. And my man... I mean, I'm just trying to figure this shit out. Like, I mean, because because now he's at home with his family chilling. He had made a little statement saying, you know, um, I, you know, I guess, I, you know, I went to a wedding and things got kind of like inebriated, out of control, and my friend got sick or whatever, what up the woo. So you mean to tell me you ain't had none of that meth? You mean to tell me what, what you throwing up for? The liquor? Okay, fine, the liquor. Let's say it was alcohol. So let me get this straight. The gay escort... Comes to the hotel. He's like, hey, how you doing, Mr. Gilliam? You know, I'm about to rub your body down. You know how I get down. You know, I do a little bit of porn. And I'm, I'm professional. So, you know, go ahead and lay on your back. Go ahead and lay on your stomach. I mean, how you want me to do what you want? You know what I'm saying? Would you want me to lick your ass first? Or you want me to cap you off? Like, what you, what you want me? Now, Mr. Gilliam, I want you to know that, you know, even though I do this for a living and I'm a professional what I do, I'm a little stressed and it kind of messes with my mental capabilities. So, hope you don't mind. I'm going to take a little bit of meth. You know, I'm gonna take, I got three bags of meth here. I need to take this before I rub your black body down because, you know, I don't love myself enough to do this sober. So I know we're both taking risk, but if, you know, if any of us pass out, we can blame it on me. Okay, Mr. Gilliam? Because you went up for governor, potentially president of the United States one day. And we don't want to mess that up. I mean, I know it's your choice to get rubbed down by a gay escort, you know, during a wedding celebration in Miami. That's your choice. But you shouldn't, you should be obscured and prevented from being accused of doing meth and getting rubbed down by a gay, you, 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 you're stressed. You want, you want, you get rubbed down. You know, it's late. You can't find anybody to rub you down. 
Sometimes you got to call the exotic. I'm the exotic. Check out my page, my Facebook, and Twitter, Instagram. Check me out. You know, the, sex, the sexy porn masseuse. You know me, Mr. Gilliam. I just hope we don't get in no trouble, Mr. Gilliam. You know, because I know you got to be on CNN on Monday. And you just trying to laugh a little bit of the street, trying to relax. Okay? So rub your body down. I'm going to put my chest up against your buttocks. And I'm going to slide up and down. Okay? Slide up and down. You know? And then I'm going to take another second packet of meth. Because I really can't. I really, I really should be doing this shit. It really fucks my mental up. To see this black oily body in this hotel. But you paid me so much money. Okay? So I'm going to do it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip you over. And I'm also going to oil my body down again, and I'm going to slide up and down. Slide up and down your body. And I'm going to put my nose up against your nose, and then I'm going to take that third packet, and I hope I pass out fast. Yeah. Is that how you want your future, future leadership to look like? Huh? Andrew Gilliam, y'all. He'll pop back up. He was on CNN, you know, spewing political jargon on his high horse. And then moments that we find down with a gay escort down in Florida. That's what you wanted your future leadership. That's what the Democratic Party is bringing to you guys in, in essence. Corruption, freakiness, freak toys, freaky Joe. So let's check out this article real quick. I don't have much time left, but look, you know, let me get into this uh, article with uh, Joe Biden tells civil rights leaders to pipe down on police reform. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. You, you guys want a government that, you know, is going to try to censor you, shut you down, even their own leaders within their own party, even even... You know, I mean, already look. I mean, he hasn't even, you know, started his his administration yet, and he's already telling people to shut the hell up. Don't say this, don't say that. And this right here comes with some audio. I'm not gonna play the audio because I actually want to get more sensitive with this one. Because I want you, to, I want you to see what the, what the Democrats have in the play. But what I wanted to do before uh, after that interlude was to show you, you know, some of the young leadership that's going on right now in the Democratic Party and where we where, where the framework is at, right? Because what you got, you got Joe Biden represents the old guard, the old status quo. The man's been in office for 40 years, 70 years, incumbent, you know? And what he's going to bring to the table, more corruption, more of the same old policy. This is another example of the same old policies. Shut the hell up. We're going to take care of some stuff. I promise you, once I get in office, we're going to do some reform, this and that reform. But right now, in order for me to win, I need you to shut the fuck up. You see what I'm saying? Like, who wants a leadership like that? And then you got the young progressives slash, if you want to call them socialists, the 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 Ocasio Cortezes and the Omars. They want they have they have progressive leanings. They want to push the country forward on a on a different scale. But you know that's dangerous, right? We don't we you know because you know some of these people feel some of these people are ran by puppets. They're like they're puppets, right? Somebody has a hand on them, telling them what to say, what to do. You know. You just feel that. It's authentic. You feel the way they talk. They're, they're spinning things. It's politics, y'all. Politics is, is a dirty game. Yes, we got you gotta take the you gotta take the gloves off, man. This world is not you no know, dancing monkeys with toothbrushes. It's not, it's more it's, it's deeper than that. People get killed over this shit. You know, I'm serious. So you gotta know who the cast of characters are, who's good, who's in your corner. Republicans got it too. You got Trump who represents Capitalism, but capitalism would change. Capitalism with with the cleanup. Capitalism would clean out the corruption on all sides, not just in the political realm. You guys got to understand what's been going on the last four years in the business sectors, in Hollywood, you know, and all these big industries all across the globe. This is a global operational cleanup. 
local state governments. Are you guys, I'm gonna bring some heat to y'all. Long list of, of resignations and firings and, and people getting locked up. Long list of articles of child pedophilia ring uh, roundups and clean up. This, this game goes deep. We'll get into Epstein at some point. But you know what? That All that shit goes away if the Democrats get in power, y'all. They're trying to keep this shit under wraps for a while. And, you know, it just keeps slipping through the cracks. There's a, there's, a, there's a war game going on. There's a strategy going on. Trade war game going on with China. Got to jump into that, y'all. Shout out to China. Like I said, they trying to be the 2016 trade war champs. Man, we just been beating our asses, right? We got this COVID. But we know, hey, shout out. We, but we fighting back. We need a fight. We got a fighter, y'all. Got a vaccine on the way. From what I heard, it's coming out next week. Dropping. Supposed to drop the fall of 2021, but it seems like it's dropping in the winter of 2020. Early release date. You're going to buy that soundtrack. You're going to get that shot. What's going to happen? Who's, we got to talk about that, too. So much to talk about. But I don't want to make light of a vaccine, of a, of a, of a virus, because it's a very serious issue. It's a very serious concern. We have a lot of deaths. But, you know, like I said, there's a lot of gloom and doom out there. But there's lots of, a lot of positive information out there that's not being sent out, y'all. And I want to make sure you guys are ready for it. I'm Emos the Witness, the Phil Show. Episode three. I'm glad to be here, y'all. Wave one media. Come down and get you a show. Yeah. <clears throat> We're gonna talk about China. We're gonna get into that. We got, you know, we got a lot of episodes to get into, but like I said, I want to make sure you guys are prepared for a potential uh, rude awakening. Like some of y'all in 2016, Trump will and may will remain your president for a second term. That's very likely. So I want nobody shocked. And today's a very big day. Supreme Court is going to make a ruling on whether not to hear these cases coming out of Texas and Louisiana. 18 states, that's half the country. 18 states have joined this cause. 109 Republicans. To hell with Bill, Ben Sass. To hell with Mitt Romney. AKA the dog strapper. Nigga put a, dude put a dog on a roof and went cross country with it. Shout out to Mitt Romney. Uh, so yeah, you got a lot of battles, man. You got a lot of battles out there, and I'm I'm just happy for some of those lawyers putting that maximum pressure out there, making these case, you know these cases not going away. They can keep fighting the American people the same way. We need it though. Like I said, we just need voter integrity, y'all. We got to end the corruption, no matter who the leadership is. Okay. So let's do our part. Let's get out here and speak our speak truth to power, y'all. All right. Let's get this in this, y'all. You know, like I said, every every episode, I want to kind of end on a lighter note, a little bit of higher, so to make you smile, so to make you, your day go a little bit better. So, you know, every day I want to bring up, uh, you know, something different besides politics. So this is the Washed Up Athlete of the Week. You know, last Wednesday I gave you guys Mr. Donovan Lewis. I'm going to play that back because I, I mean, that was a, that was prolific. This is Donovan Lewis, you guys. Um, this is a former this is a former uh, basketball player out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, very athletic gentleman, man. I got, I, you know, I saw his his performance, and I think that he definitely is a, a prime candidate for washed up athlete of the week. Y'all check this out. Donovan, Donovan, pedal attraction. Girlfriend Anaya Mack. Donovan Lewis is in jail awaiting trial on first degree murder charges. It was very likely that he'd end up sentenced to life in prison. But will he make it to trial? 
It's the afternoon of September 19th, just days before his court date, and Donovan is outside in the jail's recreation yard. Okay. They get 30 minutes a day, and the guards are watching. Despite that, the former basketball oh, star look at him. makes a get sudden it. run for the fence. Yeah, they can go. He scales the fence, Athletic. jumps barbed wire, and him. gets out of the yard. Look at that, look at that fence. Without yeah, a that fence. I'm not aware of anybody going over that fence. fence in the 30 years that I've practiced criminal law here in Kalamazoo until Donovan it's Lewis gotta, did it. Be a, it was pretty mind-blowing what he did. Yeah, it was, it was a spur-of-the-moment display of athleticism nobody saw coming. Law enforcement converged in the area around the jail. Amazing. Donovan Lewis, y'all. He believe that shit? 30 years, like I got to say. Never, ever, no one's ever scaled a fence like that. Hooper. Baller. I think he killed his girlfriend or some shit. That's irrelevant, though. It's about the athleticism, y'all. Top, get off your asses. Shout out to Donovan, y'all. Athlete. Washed up athlete of the week. But if that's for Wednesday, for Friday, though, I got another one for you guys. This guy. Um, I guess this is Daryl Jenks out of Queens, New York, former wide receiver. Quick feet jinx is what they used to call him. Apparently, um, check this out. This guy's washed up after the week number two for Friday. Check out these moves, y'all. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, like they're damn near river dancing, huh? Get it. That's just amazing. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I could never do that fast. Apparently, he's a, he was the heir of Soul Glow. He's so selfish. Look at that. Look at that feet, man. He's like Michael Jackson. He's getting it. I'm impressed. But the thing is, he's not sharing. And they said that they said that's what, what his downfall was in high school. But you know, he still has it, y'all. Give it to Daryl Jigshaw, Queen of New York. I don't think he... Has the same hair anymore, but at the same time, he definitely still has the moves. But I got a shout out to uh, Daryl Jinkshaw, Queens, New York, out of Queens. Um, I don't know what happened to his girl, but I heard that he took a, a hard fall. Now he's, you know, he, he's back trying to get his moves back, and he's back on the <clears throat> on the football field. I think he's trying to go for the CFL or some shit. Uh, but yeah, shout out y'all. You must win this. I want you to have a great weekend. I'm out of here. Got to do Phil's show episode three. Feeling good. I'll see y'all on Monday. Oh, by the way, uh, like my page Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Peep me out on YouTube. Website coming soon, y'all. Email us with this episode three, Way Ready, Way One Media, downtown East Market Street. <laughs>